What the hell are you doing right now? You're watching this video of the Warhorse when you should be listening to the Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast. That's right, they're talking all the things that matter, like heavy metal. They're talking black metal, thrash metal, death metal. They're talking things like comedy. They're talking things like other types of music. And they're talking wrestling. You know, all the good shit, all the important things in life that you need to listen to. Go listen to the Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast. Otherwise, Warhorse is going to rule your ass. you so freaking bad wrestle me welcome everybody to the juice pro wrestling podcast episode 100 it's here that's right finally after a month of prolonging it after episode 99.84 and three quarters and all that shit you know (laughs) we like to play with your minds a little bit we finally get to episode 100 and my oh my do we got a group a (laughs) cast of characters for you guys tonight with us from Freelance Wrestling is Matt Nix. What's going on, Matt? Hello, hello. What's up, everybody? My internet's not working, but it's okay. We made it work on my tablet that has uh, a data plan on it. So, Ooh, <laughs> So he's trying to rush us. It's my last-ditch resort. I was, like, trying to get it to work with my laptop and, like, my, my nice podcasting uh, microphone that I have with the purple uh, mic stock on it. Uh but it just like I don't know for some reason it just wouldn't work, and I was getting ready to put my fist through my laptop, and oh, I think it's just because we have too many things going on right now on the Wi-Fi. So I was like, ah, we got it. We're here, episode one hundred. We're here. Hell yeah! Glad to have you here, brother. And next in line we have Warrior Wrestling CEO and brainchild Steve Tortorello. What's going on, Steve? Woo! I just got promoted to the C-suite. I like it. Chief <laughs> <Steve> Executive. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Oh man, Val just broke something. <laughs> I did. I think to go get a different flannel. <laughs> she tried to go rush onto the field. All <laughs> right. Well, there well, went my thunder. All right, Val's next, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and the glue that holds it all together for both promotions. Uh, Val <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> oh. Hi. See, but Steve, I put on my warrior flannel. So, yeah. Okay. I appreciate that. I had to represent. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, we got Sredden with us. What's going on, Sredden? I'm right here. I'll keep the uh, the energy levels real low. <laughs> That's how I like them. Honestly, I like my energy levels pretty low because then it just leaves more room for uh, improvement. That's right. I, uh, when, we, when we first started recording, there was a time where I was recording like six other podcasts, too, and a couple of them were with topics that I didn't really care much for and i was uh i was caught falling asleep while people were talking multiple times because i'm a professional <laughs> god well i'm what definitely watching about? game seven of the world series so because today should have been opening day at wrigley and i'm a beer vendor there so i'm absolutely watching game seven of the world series 2016 sorry man next i love you that's okay i was supposed to go to opening day at uh guaranteed rate field uh oh, i hate that name <laughs> I was supposed yeah. to. I was supposed to go to opening day there. I bought a brand new purple White Sox hat. Oh, uh, I was ready to go, and neither. I guess the the rest 
Still was not ready to go. So no, you. Uh, I mean, the hat shut it down. The hat clearly everybody <laughs> saw it coming and said, "We can't do this. It's too much. <laughs> it's just a little too extra. Too much right. awesome." Too much awesome. So, guys, with everything, we are actually, this is episode 100. We are actually recording. This is WrestleMania week, believe it or not. That's actually happening mm. with all the craziness going on. Um, is that 100? I'm trying to make 100. I'm sorry. I'm not. I thought you were trying to throw up bloods or something, you know? I was yeah. trying to make 100. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> so, what are your guys' thoughts? Um, and we're going to get into Warrior and Freelance, too, but uh, just on kind of what they're doing with WrestleMania, do you think, uh, we'll start with you, Matt, um, you think it should still be happening? And what's your kind of take on the whole thing? Um, so, I get, I get why they're doing it like it's it's it would be like unprecedented right if they if they had to cancel wrestlemania and or or move it you know Mm. um i don't think that they should move forward with it at this point you know it's it's just becoming a liability and you're putting more and more people in danger uh on top of that like as fans nobody wants to see wrestlemania be the way it's being presented like i i you know i feel for them and then, you know, their, their need and, and want to like put on a show and like put on entertainment for all everybody who's kind of like scared and at home just waiting for this to be over. And they want to kind of be that shining light in this darkness, you know, but it's just not going to be the same. It's not WrestleMania. Yeah, I, agree. I concur. Absolutely. And in, in fact, too, I, I think had they waited, had they delayed it. And then the moment we could have big congregations again, the first big event in the world was WrestleMania. That would have just made it even bigger. Everybody would have been jacked. It would have been unbelievable. Instead, it's happening in an empty room. And it's like, (laughs) just wait and make it incredible. But over two nights, darling, over two nights. Two nights of room action? Too big for one night. See, here's my thing with it. How come, and not that really, you know, your guys, well, Matt, you put on a show, you know, you, you tried to help out the boys, you know, and obviously due to restrictions set by the state of Illinois and like many other states are doing, um, you're unable to do that show. Um, you had a very, very good cause and um, everything going on with that and you can't do it now. It's like, why, why does WWE still get to do it? When because you- the state of Florida has not stepped up. And realize that this is bigger than just WrestleMania. This is bigger than just one show. Or what Matt Nix, excuse me for speaking for you, Matt Nix, what he was trying to do was make sure the people that this is what we do for a living, everybody gets fed, everybody gets taken care of, everybody's comfortable during this very uncertain time. And instead, the state of Florida has decided to not fall in line with what I mean, how many charts do you need to look at before your fucking hair falls out? Excuse me for swearing that like it's sad. It's disturbing. It is unprecedented. Like there's no any common sense. There's nothing that makes sense about what's going on right now. And none of us know how to deal with this. But the state of Florida not shutting things down. It's it's infinitely disturbing. And I'm so proud to be from the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois right now. It's not even funny. I mean, it, that's the reason why WrestleMania is happening. It's too much show for, you know, just one night. You got to have two nights. It's because the state of Florida hasn't shut down and said, no, you cannot do this. They they absolutely should have shut down and said, no, you cannot do this. It doesn't even make sense. Half the performers cannot even be there right now. Right. And, yeah. and, and it's, wild that, it's wild that they, like, 
taped it too. So it's not even going to be live. Like it's yeah. just, it's just like it's WrestleMania in a can, you know? It's just it's very fucking it's lame. It's, it's like cheese whiz. Right? It's up for WrestleMania yeah. form. It's it's, so lame. it's disturbing and wrong. <laughs> no, chicken of the sea is better. <laughs> I, I think well, and the other thing too is, uh, according to everything that I've read, literally everyone within WWE was like, "We postpone it, except for Vince, because yep. damn it, the virus will what? not beat Vince." What? How dare you? We're gonna postpone shit. One virus. Well, what? What's? But what's I had awesome. also heard. I also had heard that they 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 never um, they wouldn't have gotten like their their insurance back on the show if they would have canceled it. Yeah, and. I think that might have been the biggest catalyst yeah, for them fair. to move forward with it, to be like, hey, we're going to lose a shit ton of money if we don't do this. Uh, sorry. Like, and they're doing it the best way that they can. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, still it think is, it's right. You know, you're it is kind of crazy lives. that uh, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg supposedly would have been the, the match of our generation. And uh, <laughs> Whose generation? Thank you, Steve. Yeah, generation? Yeah, thank you. My thank generation! You, <laughs> Nobody's generation. But, I mean, even Goldberg doesn't want to go now is what I've been hearing. And uh, apparently the bag got bigger. And so now it's Goldberg versus Strowman. And thank goodness that Roman Reigns had the common sense to say, hey, I've battled leukemia twice. I am in this group of people such as myself personally that have impaired immune systems that have to be careful and have to tread lightly. And this is not a joke. This is not, I'm missing a big week in Tampa and oh man, it wouldn't have been cool to have the pirate set up with Kyrie saying that would have blown my mind. But you know, I mean, Roman has to look out for himself first and foremost and his family. And the fact that, they're still trying to carry through and still trying to put on entertainment for all of us marks. Like that's awesome. But at the end of the day, the performer safety should be the first and foremost consideration. And so, sorry, Matt Nix, this is when I blow you up a bit. That's why I love you, Matt Nix, because you do put the performance uh, after the performers. You know what I mean? Like it's so crucial and so important that you wanted to make sure that everybody could be fed and taken care of. But at the same time, like putting their health and safety first and foremost. Thank you for doing that, by the way. But um, yeah, it's just disturbing that this is even happening. I mean, what about the camera crew? Like, what about the audio techs? Like, not even the performers that are wrestling around with each other and being in close proximity. What's going to happen to the people in catering? Yeah, there's a lot more jobs there than just the the workers on the show, too. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that's one thing with this show that we've kind of liked to do is uh, involve everybody. Um, one thing that really kind of touched me and to go back and maybe some people, you may like them, you may not like them, but uh, to go back to the ultimate warriors hall of fame speech, it, it really struck a chord with me um, when he was saying, Hey, why don't we present a warrior award or some type of award to the boys in the back, you know, like the people you don't see, like, and that's, so when we started doing this podcast, that was something I wanted to do. I wanted to have talent on, of course. I wanted to have, you know, you guys promoters on, um, you know, we've had Jeremy, uh, referees, you know, guys that have been involved in lighting and stuff. Like I wanted to include the whole kit and caboodle, so to speak, you know, and, and Val, what you're saying is totally valid. Uh, you know, what, what about <laughs> them? <laughs> what about Raven? <laughs> <laughs> That was a bad one, but you know, it, it, it's, it fucking sucks. It's these are it's, trying times. Not all your jokes are going to fly. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you know, every, everybody involved, it, it's just, and who's really hurting the most, obviously, you guys know, is the indie feds and yeah. the men and women and not just the wrestling talent, but the guys who also rely on that, you know, for income that do the lighting that do, you know, everything else in between. Uh, it just sucks. There's so many people that this is affecting on so many levels. And I want to kind of, you know, get out of that a little bit. Cause I, everybody knows how negative this is, you know, we're all feeling it. You know, I'm sure you guys have your moments where like, fuck, you know, I don't know who's necessarily in quarantine, Steve. I know you're the principal at Marian Catholic. So you're not doing shit right now necessarily that I know of. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we are running son. digital school. Unlike these schools that just are off, we are in school every day, 745 to 220. We like do the... digital live school so our kids don't miss a beat. It's That's just weird because awesome. I run it from my couch. <laughs> Dreams in digital. Do the kids listen to you when you yell at them? Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I have discussion. Oh, man, that's that's threatening. threatening. That's, oh. that's, that's scary. <laughs> um, you know, we, we, honestly, our kids have actually been great though. They, they pretty much, um, fall in line and do what they need to do. And I teach a class too. And I do video with class, with my class every period, 1245 to 130. We're in a giant video chat like this and I'm teaching a U.S. history class. So it's a, it's a weird time, but, um, yeah, I'm just trapped in my girlfriend's house or my house all day, every day. It's been crazy. I know it's going to well, be weird, but like when your U.S. history has to change to reflect this period, that's yep. got to be surreal that you get to live through this. And then you also have to like decompress. Uh, I don't I don't know how to explain this. Like you have to compart- compartmentalize like how this affects you as a person versus living through it versus how you got to teach the future generations. That's got to be kind of surreal. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I and mean, we keep talking about this every day, me and the kids, just that, you know, their kids will read about this in a book and they will tell their kids like, I lived this. This is what it was like. The same thing for wrestling too, you know, forever, this is going to be the WrestleMania that got canceled or, or got put in an empty room because of the virus. This is going to be the whole fall where we, or the spring where we lost every federation for two months because of the virus. In it, baseball, it, they put an asterisk on things that yep. are like out of the norm. And all I could think of was like, if as a beer vendor at Wrigley and as a season ticket holder at Wrigley, as somebody that got sent home from spring training because suddenly our season was canceled, like basically 2020 is an asterisk for every single thing that we do. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's it's part of the reason why we're doing this right now. You know, we had the whole, uh, and if you guys have noticed me making the weird faces, I thought I was drinking another zombie dust and it was a <laughs> skeleton witch, which is a sour. <laughs> I don't, I don't particularly enjoy sours that was uh yeah but anyways we were supposed to be doing this from three floyds and you know that changed and 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 that all aside i mean everybody's lives have changed i'm i'm getting ready to have another son here within i mean he's due like early i'd say mid-april i mean really any time he could come you know and it's it's this weird it's so weird that i'm gonna have a child during this you know and the, the uncertainty of that and uh you know, and how the birthing process and all that's going to go when you just don't know what the hell it's going to be like in these hospitals. And, you know, as this virus and shit continues to uh, work its way through our uh, culture and society, it's it's just it is going to be one of those weird times, you know, Steve, in 20 years when you got to teach this in history. You're gonna be like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> it's crazy. I do, have to say, I do have to say that I'm actually very proud, not so much uh, uh, by certain uh, leaders. 
but I am proud of regular people and how they've stepped up and kind of checked each other and adjusted. And I know for, I mean, we all use social media and when you get on there, there's certain times where it does cheer you up. It does take your mind off things. And then there's other times where you can see that people are stressed out, but for the most part, everybody's adjusting and they adjust real fast. I went out for St. Patty's day cause I didn't take it seriously. And while I was at St. Patty's day, I was taught, I went with my brother and his wife and we went to uh Fado's in the city and it was like nothing was going on it was a shit show dude there was everything was dirty and wet there's people getting drunk making out and I was like um maybe this is a bigger deal than we're making (laughs) it out to be and uh, like I kind of freaked myself out during while we were like hanging out doing things so we had a couple beers and drinks and walked back to his apartment and just hung out um, and then quickly adjusted and I know even uh, it was kind of funny and uh whether you like her or not, the Chicago mayor, um, I've been loving her like briefings. She's been, uh, she's been awesome. She just lines up these people that let you know what the deal is. And then you can act accordingly, like freak out or like adjust your mindset to what's happening. Um, she's been awesome. Um, it seems like everybody but our president's been awesome. Um, about uh, well, isn't that yeah, the truth on so many levels? Boy, bang. But uh, but yeah, but it but it's been cool. Like I know um, last week I thought it was funny. My brother lives in the city, and they went for a walk, and it was that one really nice day. And then the result of all the people out going outside was the mayor was like, "No, no," and they shut everything down. Um, which sucks for the people. If there was some way, you know, you could still get out and get fresh air. And you know, well, the problem, Stratton, is that people were not just like going out and getting fresh air. Like yeah. I went for a five mile walk today with my friend, and we were just walking about and talking. And we actually stayed like social distancing away from each other the whole time, virtually, right? And this morning, I was roller skating to Nisei because Nisei is trying to give me work because they know that I'm in a bad way right now. Like I have no income for the foreseeable future. And so I roller skated to work and there were some people that were so happy to see me on roller skates. Like they just were so elated to see somebody just enjoying life. And then there were other people that were like disgusted and offended. And I'm like, well, I'm just trying to get to work. I can't take the CTA because I am in the group with the compromised immune system. So I got to get there somehow. And I went to work and I did inventory on t-shirts and I actually said, I felt like I was back at pro wrestling tees. Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, but the reason why Lori Lightfoot had to put the smack down as it were is because people weren't doing the smart thing. They weren't staying away from each other. They weren't recognizing like, yes, it's a gorgeous day out. We need to exercise, but also exercise responsibility and stay away from each other. And it sucks that you can't give your friend a hug when they're having a bad day, but you also want to be able to hug that friend later on. And so you just give them the space. Right. But unfortunately, a lot of Chicagoans were like, fuck it. This is Chicago. Let's go out and let's party. And as much as I'm a firm believer in, fuck it, this is Chicago, let's, like, not go out. Let's not party. Let's let's be responsible. Let's be that city that leads our nation in the right way to be. And I don't know. I mean, it's sleeps. hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I do want to ask, and I know Wallace is going to have some other questions, because I, I, I want to I make this light. This, has been, this is really cool that we get to do this, and I'm, I'm grateful that we could be in the, in the same uh, fake room together. Um, 
But uh, so how how is everybody like? It, can you guys each list some cool little thing that you've done to kind of cheer yourself up or or get your mind off things? I know uh, uh, I hurt my back a couple of years ago, so I set above my bedroom. I set up uh, a hammock kit, and uh, so I put my hammock back up to last night and tonight. I'll be sleeping in the hammock. I just rock myself to sleep and listen to reggae music. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> he uh, listens to amazing. Dave Matthews. Don't let him fucking pull you. It's Dave Matthews. Like, here's how we get I sprinkle, I sprinkle in a little bit of that. I'm going to sprinkle you with this. Hey, real friends call him Dave, okay? <laughs> Mr. Dave Matthews. Band. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, what have you guys done anything to kind of like just keep your mind off of things, even even in times of stress? You got any techniques, moves, things you do? One by uh, one, <laughs> man. Um, so besides binge watching television, so um, basically, my girlfriend and I are starting. We never watched The Sopranos, so we're watching The Sopranos, which is amazing. I've uh, never seen a single episode. Totally worth it. It's amazing. Okay, uh, Tiger King, which everyone said we had to watch, <laughs> oh, yeah. and Carol is, fucking Baskin. It is exactly. <laughs> Um, but just doing like a lot of working out and like video chatting friends I haven't talked to in a long time where it's like, oh, you know, why not? So I'm sitting on my computer talking to buddies I grew up with and, um, I, I started a uh, master class. If you guys have ever heard of master class, a buddy of mine has a subscription. So I, I watched all of the Judd Apatow, how to write comedies master class over the course of like two days. And that was amazing. So just <laughs> trying to do things to, to keep my mind alive a little bit more productive than i've been <laughs> <laughs> what, what have you been up to matt uh well like you said before i was trying to organize a wrestling show with no fans and mm-hmm. that kind of fell on its face uh for probably for for the best um especially i don't know if you saw like that there was a show in arizona that tried to do the same thing yeah and then somebody there tested positive and i was like oh it's literally like was my biggest fear of go, like going into doing that but i don't know since then like i've still been able to work so like we've been going into pro wrestling tees and and working but um my girl both my girlfriend and i have been playing uh animal crossing so <laughs> everybody's <laughs> on that Dude, i don't even I, know what that so, is what, what is, is animal crossing so Explain. i never, I never played it before i knew of it like i knew i knew it existed and uh, essentially it's a game where you like as specifically with this game it's do like, i get to be an animal you know you're you make your own little person oh no i want to be an animal <laughs> you make a little you make your own little person and then you live on this island and then there's all these other little animals that live on the island too and like in houses and shit and uh you basically have to pick fruit uh fish and like other things to like buy things for your house and to, like pay off your mortgage on the house and stuff it sounds super boring but it's like really kind of addicting it's um, like the sims it's kind of like The Sims. It's definitely like The Sims. Um, but then it, you can, for other people that are playing, and since it's so popular right now, everybody's playing it. And you can oh, yeah. travel from your island to other people's islands to, like, bring them wow. gifts and, like, take their, like, you can. If that is not social distancing if I'm traveling near your island. Hey, it's. Uh, Hostile takeover. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically social distancing. It's virtual, virtual visiting. <laughs> I like that virtual visiting, social distancing. It's kind of like a rhyme. Next T-shirt, go. There we go. But uh, but yeah, that and watching a lot of TV. We we pretty much watched the entire series of Seinfeld uh, since this has started. Um, That's a lot of years to go through, man. Yeah, we've just been like pun- not like, that punishing. Not that, that there's and, anything wrong with that. <laughs> that, <laughs> that and just like 
drinking so much. Like I'm like, <laughs> man, I gotta like take it easy because like we went to we went to the yeah, there we go. We went to Target yesterday and like I bought it, I bought like a bottle of vodka and then when I got home there was like three other ones already in the freezer and I'm like oh whoa, See, whoa. I felt like bottle. really really proud because when I went to CVS to find my dad whatever he needs to be healthy and happy I found a three dollar bottle of peppermint vodka that has a scratch and sniff label oh <laughs> so my I god it. it's That's in my freezer marketing. right now Take a shot right now. Hang on a second. Salute. Hang on one second. Oh, this no, is so, um, yeah, Oh, yeah. This is going to get weird. So, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Tall Dad, my dad, who is like seven feet tall and my favorite human on the planet, his birthday is March 5th. And a Happy couple birthday. days later, oh, yeah, thanks. He turns 72. And he always tells me, because he's a little bit older than Ric Flair, so he always tells me I'm the most badass whatever year he is. Oh, thank you. No, you're acting like I need a cup. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, no, it's oh sanitary. Is that sanitary. some candy cane shit? That's from Christmas. <laughs> yeah. No wonder it's fucking $3 for Christmas. God damn it. <laughs> um, hey, booze don't go bad. Booze don't oh. go bad. Thank you, man. That's right. That's right. Anyway, so my my dad is like, well, I turned 72. I'm the most badass 72-year-old alive because Ric Flair is only 71. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's my father, and uh, in a quest to make him happy, I bought this alcohol. Damn, girl. We'll see how it goes. I think he'll be happy and proud. Oh, shit. She took it all. She took it all. Tastes like victory. But uh, So that's what (laughs) I've been doing, is making sure that my 72-year-old father, who is uh, not feeling so great these days, but... His doctor said, do not come into the office because if you come in, you run the risk of getting sick. Do not go to an ER because you run the risk of getting sick. So he's just doing the right thing and he's staying home because it's not a serious medical emergency. So he's staying home. He's staying hydrated. He's sleeping. He's eating. He's checking his temperature. And that's all we can do. And we like chit chat about various wrestling he called me to tell me wrestlemania is on espn right now why are you not watching it (laughs) i was like well dad i am and he goes oh okay well what do you think about this match like it was kind of cool you know i mean it's a bummer that wednesday i would have been going to orlando to get prep for mania week in tampa but you know I think the performers that are still out there, the athletes that are still putting their bodies on the line every single day for this to make us happy. Like NXT has been wonderful. Dynamite has been wonderful. I will say it was really, really cool and also super kind of heartbreaking to see three different gents from this area. Uh, Shugdi, Robert Ego Anthony, and Joe Alonzo. To see them on the AEW Dark was it was so wonderful and it was so awesome to see humans that I love and respect and I appreciate their work ethic, but it was also really sad to see them do it in front of no crowd. I mean, what a heartbreak. Could you, I mean, tomato, tomato, but it it just, I, I couldn't even imagine, you know, and like hearing Brandy back on ring announcing as a ring announcer, like it was, I thought it was great. I thought she did a great job, but she does. It's, it's just, you know, it was, it was awesome to watch should be and, Ego and Joe Alonzo, but it was also really sad to know that nobody got to see them and nobody got to feel their energy and they couldn't vibe off the crowd. But 
at the same time, our boys were on there. So it was still really cool. That's right. That's right, man. Sing it loud. Yeah. You know, and we, like. Sorry. <laughs> Last week, uh, we we did a record, like an after Dynamite recording oh. that, uh, that we lost. I was going to tell you of his failures. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the things that was cool is the, the indie wrestlers that got to wrestle on Dynamite. Um, I, I was making the point that the wrestlers now are, are used to working in front of stadiums and stuff, especially like Kenny Omega. And for some reason, it, it doesn't translate as well when there's nobody there. Whereas I, I do believe, and it's not a knock or an insult, but I do believe that the indie wrestlers just know how they, they can actually, they're so good at what they do. They can work an empty room. So it's cool to watch them. Like, I don't know if you guys agree or disagree, or I'm just talking out of my ass, but I think they're like, they know how to work an empty room. They're a little more outside the box and more creative. I mean, that's, that's part of the reason why like indie wrestling is so great. Now, when we go to, you know, go to freelance and have a fucking blast, go to warrior and have a blast. And you get to see these, these matches with this, talent that is it's i mean you can have your guys in wwe like your aj styles who is fucking awesome and great and that's great but i mean you know i can go and see a guy like dan Housen do like some simple little maybe yes yeah he's very evil you know um (laughs) he could do some little bit or scare he's just himself you know these indie guys seem to have it more attuned to what people who actually what they want in wrestling nowadays you know, it was like, I think that indie wrestlers over across many, many federations, indie feds across the states, they get it because they were fans. They are the people that want the same thing that all of us want, which is to be entertained and to have fun. We want to have entertainment. We want to have badass athletic competition. And we don't want it to be too fucking corporate bullshit. You know, it's like everybody's had 20 years of that now since the death of ECW and WCW. Like, it is the dawn of the indie age, you know? And I think personally, as much as I do love WWE and we, it pretty much brought all of us to the dance, so to speak, we don't need it. You know, we, we don't need it anymore. Don't be afraid to let it go because motherfuckers out there that weren't afraid to let WCW and shit go with all that lineage back in the day, they, you know, there were so many people that are like, yeah, fucking kill it. Fucking whatever. No, you don't want to do that with anybody, but, what I'm saying is, is there's so much more out there and we've been saying it since day one and the Indies are the spearhead of that without the Indies, there is no AEW, you know, and there wasn't the surge in ROH when you had indie darlings, like the young bucks and everybody come through there, you know, Steve, you know, the PWG fucking era and all those guys that come from there, you were out there. You've seen that shit. Like these men and women know what, we want because they are us you know they're not part of the machine man in all fairness agreed fully and that's one of the reasons that i love dynamite oh go ahead val well i was gonna say in all fairness one of my favorite matches that i've ever seen live was the ring of honor super card of honor uh what was it in orlando the last time when wwe had the roller coaster um, ah, wow. <clears throat> Uh, it was Supercard of Honor, and it was Young Bucks, Hardys. Oh, yeah, ladder the ladder match. match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say my brain melted, but I'm pretty sure my brain melted. It was so I, good. I got wet <laughs> during that match, for sure. Well, no comment. 
Well, yeah, and I think too that's why Dynamite is so exciting week to week because Dynamite is being made by the guys who were in those indies six right. months earlier. And you, you know, you talk about a minute ago, Val mentioned Robert Anthony, Shug D, Joe Alonzo. For us, like Lance Archer has been on a bunch of Warrior shows to see Lance yes. debut is awesome, and seeing guys who get it. It's almost WWE brought us so much great joy and did such a great job for so long, but it has morphed into something that isn't wrestling anymore. It's kind of blase, bland corporate entertainment. And not to say that there aren't people that work very hard, not to say that there aren't great moments, but there's so much content. There's so much branding. It's not, it doesn't feel like a punk rock show anymore. Go back and watch Sammy Zane for life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. We make, movie. we make movies, pal. God damn yeah. it, Nirvana signed to Geffen, not Sub Pop. They're fucking over. Ah, <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, but that's why Dynamite is incredible because Dynamite still feels like it is a art, punk rock show art. that someone gave a budget to. Yeah, I, I, I think it's akin to it, dude. It is. It's very. I love that because I'm a fucking. Hey, man, Black Flag. Uh, I go. love punk rock. Oh yeah, get him out. Get it. <laughs> What is that? That is a Lunder Blazes title in a trash can. <laughs> yes. Hey, WCW. <laughs> I'm just saying, you want to talk about punk rock? Let's talk about Lundra. But all right, Medusa. I, hey, Medusa. I was down with Medusa since day one. <laughs> back in those matches with Bull Nakano. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, AEW. I, I'll agree with that statement. Um, it's they are the artists still. They're not being, you know, neutered when they go there, you know, and I can't wait to see what Matt Hardy comes up with, Um, especially, you know, he went to WWE. I obviously had to be for money, you know, and the love that, hey, that was his home. That's where he was established. But he knew the character was going to be castrated as soon as he went into it. Like, I'm sorry. I I couldn't I couldn't get on board with the whole Woken thing. And I I love the fact now that he's going to do some ridiculous shit again. And I'm really looking forward to more stuff from the Hardy compound, you know, and, and <laughs> AEW putting and that shit out. One. Vanguard yes, one. yes. Vanguard one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to be fucking great. So, yeah. That's do you guys remember sense. when wrestling was actually fun? Yes, I do. I remember when we actually had wrestling. Fuck. It was only like, <laughs> I know I had to, you know, sorry. About that. I tried to make it a joke, guys. Come mm-hmm. on. <laughs> Nix is looking at me now like fuck you guy <laughs> uh, it's all good uh, so, uh, Nix can you tell us and, and don't share what you, you can't share um, what were your ideas for war, warehouse wars slash in your warehouse before you guys had to pull the plug on it like what I'm excited to I was excited to watch it before it had to get yeah. shut down but like and what were you guys thinking going it? into it man do we get to see it at all? Can we like have a show once everything's in the clear? Like, can we let that be like the um, we're gonna have warehouse wars and see what happens, and then go back to going to Logan Square Auditorium? Well, we had uh, we had posted the card uh, as far as like what the matches were gonna be, and it it was only gonna be I think five about five matches because there wasn't a whole lot of people like around that were, like, able to do the show or, like, willing to do the show because of, of the dangers. Um, I know I had, I had reached out to specifically the people on the show were, like, guys that had that wrestling was their only income, so, like, they didn't have, like, another job 
they were getting money from. So a lot of the other, like a lot of local people have jobs. So like a lot of those people weren't going to be on the show, but like Olsen, Olsen offered to do it, but he was just like, yeah, just give my, my, whatever money. Like I don't have to take anything. He's like, I have a job. Alex Olsen. Cause he's a fucking saint. Yeah. He's Olsen's the man. Um, Halo. But uh, yeah, I had, I did have the idea of doing like, once things go back to normal, we could potentially do uh, shows streamed out of there. Uh, even like, you know, having it be um, like limited audience. I was even thinking of doing like, uh, instead of charging admission, just bring like canned goods or like, you know, non-perishable foods that we could donate to like a local food kitchen or like doing like, a, like all those like small little uh, like warehouse shows we could do as like mini fundraisers to different charities or like, I do, I like a lot, every year for my birthday, I raise money for pause. Um, and like, I think that we could like do stuff for that. Like even like maybe even hold like adoption events there too, but I don't know. I just, I think of it more as like an opportunity to, to help people as opposed to just another opportunity to make money. (laughs) Right. Everyone's like, well, how can I make money off of this? And I'm just like, I don't care. Like, can I also point out that you had, um, two former freelance wrestlers, that are now working on the bigs, Ruby Riot, Tissa, yes. and Mustafa Ali, both of them contributed to raising money for funds for wrestlers, for people that yeah. were going to work that show. Like, can I just point that out? Can I just that say, awesome. like, hey, props to them for being amazing beyond your pay grade. Like, they don't have to do that. They want to do that. The fact that Ruby Riot slash Sally Stitches was like, Hey, let me contribute. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> like, <laughs> and also Ali. I mean, he's a former freelance wrestling champion. Like, it's very, very cool that the two of them said, fuck this. How can I contribute? Like, can you speak to that at all, Matt? Yeah, I mean, it, it just came out of nowhere, too, because I was just like just sharing it out there, like posting the thing. And I, I, didn't, I didn't send it to either one of them. But each of them individually reached out to me and were like, hey, I saw this thing you're doing. What can I do to help? And I was talking to Ali specifically. I was like, well, you think they'll let you wrestle on the show? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. I would love that. I would love that. Wait a minute. You want my guy? You can. You can. Can we call him Prince? Can we call him Prince Mustafa Ali and see what happens? God damn it. You're going to be wrestling in in a warehouse in front of no one? (laughs) Ah. That's right. That sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I, other than that, he was like, well, he's like, I can donate money. And I was like, hey, man, like if, if, if you are, you know, if you want to do that, like that would help so much. And, you know, I would, you know, we would all very much appreciate it. And, you know, he went out of his way and he did that and he didn't. And then he went out of his way again once we uh, made the card and everything. He like shot like a video and like talked about the show and yeah, like he went above and beyond for like some some little thing, you know, to to help get it out there to more people. So hashtag good guy Ali still survives. Hell yeah, he, and we he's raised, the real we state. raised, we even even without doing the show, people still like kept donating money, and you know we we instead streamed uh, last this was last Saturday or two Saturdays ago, um, we we streamed the freelance second anniversary show instead. And, you know, people were still donating money throughout the broadcast of that. And 
we raised like five thousand dollars, like that that we distributed out to these wrestlers and stuff. So that was like distributed out to each of them. Like you know, it was like it was a you know couple hundred bucks for each of them, but you know, definitely I think helpful and especially right now if they have nothing coming in, like hey, maybe that that's enough to buy a couple couple weeks worth of groceries, and then you know then you got to figure right. it out again, but. Well, I think that's a that's a great idea um, that can still continue during these times. I mean, to go with your original idea to make it like a wrestling telethon. Um, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with hey, you guys stream another awesome event out of your badass fucking catalog and say hey, during this time, whoever you see wrestling, we're gonna fucking you know we can't do the empty house show, but you're gonna watch this event. Whoever you see that you like. You can donate to, you know, so you guys could still do something like that. And I think that'd be very cool if IW uh, TV would continue to do something until at least we get back to some sort of normalcy or some shit. You know, I mean, who well, knows? It's when... going to be a while, though, Justin. And yeah. that's, I mean, I don't mean to be harsh and be that person that slaps you in the face, but it's oh, going to be a while. Oh, Mute Val right now. See that fucking mark? You did that. Ah! Ah! Look, I mean, the reality of it is, I've already told myself I'm not working at Wrigley Field until at least July. And if that happens to be earlier, bonus. But realistically, it's going to be a while before people, A, are allowed to, B, feel comfortable going to live events. And that's a real shitty thing that we all have to deal with. But I feel like, you know, it's yeah. going to happen. We're going to get back. We're going to be good. It's going to be fine. We're going to crush creative. <laughs> or, or it doesn't, and then this is just our lives now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. I don't know Animal Crossing. I don't want to live there. I play Mortal Kombat 11 fun. right now. Hey, pretty my fun. island is looking pretty nice. I oh, Hell yeah. He Can was I visit smart. Island? He was planting seeds and harvesting crops with his animals while the rest of us were fiddling. <laughs> Till his cool, oxen cool crossed the river. Till his oxen crossed the river. <laughs> Can't ford the river. Learned that one in third grade. <laughs> it's a good time for the fucking Oregon Trail to make a comeback, don't you think? I don't want to uh, die of dysentery. <laughs> well, you may not. Oh, don't be. Come on now. Damn it. There's light at the end of the tunnel. I'll shoot a bear. You wouldn't shoot me, would you? I don't eat meat, but I'll shoot a bear. But no, you'll shoot a 1,200-pound bear and only be able to carry 50 pounds of food back to the wagon. That's the right. problem. See, and why did I'm I shoot the bear? strong. You have no have, idea. Have you ever had bear bacon? I oh. have. It's, I've never had it, but I've, I've heard it's supposed to be really good. <laughs> it's, it's pretty tasty. I've had all kinds of weird bacon. <laughs> well, I'm a Jew, so I don't bacon. Oh, but, come on. Uh, you can, no, I mean, I do. I'm a terrible Jew. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, I thought MJF fit that mold, but I guess not. Val's huh. taking over. Here I am. <laughs> Rocky like a hurricane. <laughs> oh, so in the wake of all this shit, you know, I, there, I mean, there's stuff everybody's keeping up to date with uh, and, and trying to do. You know, to get over all this, um, I mean, obviously WrestleMania is trying to be there to help people as far as pro wrestling goes, and it's, it's just not doing a good job. I mean, can I get a show of hands of who's excited for WrestleMania right now? Oh, all right, Matt. You know, oh, I'll, raise, I'll raise my I'll hand explain, so he's not I'll the explain, only one. I'll explain why. Please. Okay. 
I have both my hands raised, but they're very low. Like my expectations. I'm very excited for, for two very separate reasons. And I'll explain. One, when WWE is forced to be creative and forced to do something that they're not used to doing, when their backs are against the wall, that is usually when they produce their best stuff. On that same side, <laughs> this could also be the biggest piece of shit ever produced. <laughs> on them. So I can smell excited. it. I can see it going either way. They've like, already copyrighted stupid. too much for just one night. <laughs> That's why there's two nights, Val. Booyah, Put the vodka down now. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I love wrestling. <laughs> But uh, I'm, I, you know, I'll, I'll probably watch and, you know, be doing something else at the same time. But <laughs> yeah, it should be good. I agree. Uh, it, it's it's gonna it's a little strange, but it's intriguing at the same time. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just not like. I mean, I haven't really been super hyped for a mania in a long time. You know, I mean. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> whoa! Hey! hey whoa. Put them both up, baby. I'll sit and spin. Fucking I stand fuck by my words. I, I agree year. fully. Are you shitting me? Last year. Last year was acceptable. No, I, yeah. I disagree. I've had mania watch parties for like 15 years. Yes. Two years ago, everyone was so sick of mania being so late and so boring. <laughs> They're like, can we do something <laughs> else next year? Ripple. So last year, we did the New Japan Ring of Honor watch party on the Saturday. Everybody loved it. And then yes. for mania... I watched episodes of Game of Thrones to catch up on my computer while I had Mania muted on the background. <laughs> I unmuted it for Kofi Kingston, and that was it. <laughs> uh, disappointing as a female that loves wrestling and also loves you, Steve. Like I did unmute it for the main, too. I did unmute it for the main. Fair. Then <laughs> not disappointing. Because I love you, Val. <laughs> I love Val, you, you just change flannels again? No, no, I still have my warrior <laughs> with a Lundra Blaze title. <laughs> a Lundra Blaze. A Lundra Blaze. <laughs> no, I mean, but last year was so important to me. I was talking with my friend today, and I was like, yeah, WrestleMania week not being there is so fakakta. But at the same time, which means fucked up in Yiddish, just so you guys know. Um but at the same time, I was like, man, I got to be a part of something so important and so significant in a way that most people can't describe because there has never been a woman's main event at WrestleMania. Do I like the outcome of it? No, of course not. Like Becky, Charlotte, Rhonda, I feel like the outcome of it was kind of garbage, but it was so important and so essential in reminding the world that, hey, by the way, it's okay for women to wrestle. Oh, yeah. I agree. You know? That yeah. being so, said, um, I'd like to go around with you guys real quick. Um, and since this is WrestleMania week and we want to fucking be a little bit uplifting, yeah! Chug it down, girl. Chug it down. Uh, we'll start with you, Matt. What's one of your favorite all-time WrestleMania moments from any WrestleMania? Hmm. Wow. That, if that's not the most loaded question ever... Um, like my diaper. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say honestly. So I, I think about this from from both a fan's perspective and as a worker's perspective. Um, WrestleMania 18, Rock versus Hogan. 
Wow. Them standing, them standing face to face in the ring and just like even at home watching it, like you can feel that like, energy hairs? in that room. You talked about that. It's getting them to stand up right now. <laughs> and 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 going into that match, Rock was biggest baby face. Hogan was biggest heel. And that crowd so was to... a thousand percent behind Hogan. And the fact that they were able to flip-flop that entire match and flip roles and call it completely on the fly and still have probably one of the best matches in WrestleMania history, probably arguably one of the best wrestling matches of all time. Yes. Um I think is super, super fucking awesome. And, and I, I don't I don't think enough people give it enough credit. I feel like people don't want to give it credit because it's it's kind of like a cliche answer or people don't want to give Hogan credit where credit is due. But I will say that 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 is probably one of my favorite matches of all time. High five. At WrestleMania matches, too. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> all right, Val, I know you're you're just chopping at the bit. Go. Oh, shit. I was going to wait. I was going to be a lady for once. Ooh. She's um, a lady. <laughs> so the first match. The first match I ever remember seeing was at WrestleMania uh, two uh, <laughs> at the Horizon. I remember being there because my dad worked with Ozzy, and apparently my dad was the original lighting director for the first ever Slammies. Didn't know that until I asked him about it. But I remember being like, whoa, Velvet McIntyre versus Luna Vachon, excuse me, not Luna Vachon, I wish, versus um, (laughs) not-so-fabulous Moolah. (laughs) And I was like, girls can wrestle? (laughs) But the first time I saw WrestleMania as a fan, like as a fan that I paid for the tickets, I bought the t-shirt, I bought the foam finger. I'll be right back, guys. WrestleMania 13. And watching Stone Cold get juiced all day. I will never forget that. Him versus Bret Hart was phenomenal. And just watching that in person was something that you just cannot replicate at all. And then I would also venture to say last year's because there were so many moments that were so influential and so essential and so important. And one of them being Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. And the other being the main event and having the women main event WrestleMania and finally being told that it's okay to like wrestling, even though I've known this my whole life and it's okay to be a strong woman, like watching people lose their minds over Becky versus Rhonda versus Charlotte, that you just can't replicate that. Just can't. Right on. I agree. Oh man, I can't follow that. There's nothing I can say to even come out of the same realm as that. I love you, Steve. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't apologize for being amazing. Um, <laughs> I would say it's just you. It's just what you do. Uh, today is the anniversary. I saw this on Twitter and just sent it to the guys that I went to see it with. Today is the anniversary of Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels. I'm sorry. I love you. I know. Which me yeah. and Andrew, so- Andrew Vega and Jake, and we flew down to Florida. We spent like 36 hours in Florida. We flew to Orlando, rented a convertible, drove around Florida, went to WrestleMania, slept and flew home. And uh, we were there, you know, way up in the middle of the nosebleeds. But we got to see on the screen, Shawn Michaels say, I'm sorry, I love you, and then put him down. And I thought that was just such a cool moment. Just like for Val, you know, seeing, being there for the first time in the women main event, being there for Flair's final WWE match. And it was Shawn that put him down 
and you know, like in an old yeller ending was just, yeah. and, and this is, goes a little bit to what Nick said a minute ago too. the beauty of storytelling and wrestling. Yes. I love an insanely high work rate, incredible PWG match, but that pales in comparison to the right characters, the right story, the right moment. And at the end of the day, that's what wrestling, that's what makes wrestling so powerful. It's the moment. hundred percent. And I think that was just absolutely incredible. So actually on that note, um, I, I do have to, I've got to duck away and leave us. We're about to eat dinner. Um, so I got to run away, but I wanted to say, I love all of you guys. And this has been a, a blast and I would love to come chat anytime as we are dark for quarantine or even do, I was going to pitch this when Nick was talking earlier. I would do with you guys like mystery science theater 3000 and watch freelance matches or warrior matches or yes. whatever you guys want yes, to do. So you tell me when you guys want to hang out. It's awesome to see you guys. I'm going to run away and grab some food. Hi, Nick. Bye, Nick. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love you, Steve. Bye guys. Have see a great ya. night. You too. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Very awesome. Sorry about that guys. The Amazon driver was like ringing the doorbell and I was like, fuck. Oh shit. <laughs> They're still working hard out there. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I'm very excited. I just got in the mail because uh, I was digging through my shit the other day, and I found my N64. So oh, I, yeah. I, I bought a little box that you plug in the RCA cables that mm-hmm. plugs into the HDMI cord, so you can plug it into like a uh, HDMI TV. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to play some GoldenEye or Mario Party later. So. Oh, shit, your face. Yes. Oh, I got them both, and some No Mercy, and yes. ECW, and Mayhem, and all I the have, wrestling. I, I actually that sounds own, perfect. I actually own every single wrestling video game that was made for the Nintendo sixty four. I, I I'm one ooh with the Modelo Kraken. I'm one shy. I don't have a what's the other Japanese uh, pro wrestling sixty four uh, the second one. Yeah, virtual uh, virtual pro wrestling. Virtual pro, yeah, yeah. I have so, the first one. I have I have the first one and the second one. Mm-hmm. But I found out recently there was another game. Not not a virtual pro game, but it was another uh N64 Japanese wrestling game that came out that I had no idea what it was that it even existed. So of course I had to go on eBay and find it and buy it for way more than it was probably worth. Um but now I have that one as well. I can't remember what it's called. Um but yeah, we should have a fucking N64 Wrestling Day. Everybody come and just play. Oh, I'm totally down. We uh, Back when we first started, uh, we had a tournament, a No Mercy tournament at the bookstore that Sretton was a part of. Uh, and, and that was super fun, man. That was It was a really cool experience. Uh, and I, I don't know anything about video games or TV, let's be honest, that isn't wrestling, but I'm so down. Val, you'd be good at it. <clears throat> it's pretty you think easy. So? It's pretty yeah. user-friendly. Yeah, I, I got last place in a 16 man tournament. <laughs> he got Sreg got beat by a fucking five year old kid. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, we set up a we also set up a shitty green screen that we didn't end up using, but we cut promos on each other during the tournament. So before you played a game, you had to talk a little shit, and uh, that was super <laughs> that's, fun. That's amazing. So that you totally awesome. ended yeah. up using. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my god! I, I I uh I have a Twitch account that I never use. But I want to, because like up until about a couple of years ago, I I used to keep my No Mercy roster like updated, whether it was, you know, TNA or whatever, the ever-changing world of pro wrestling, right? And uh, as much as I could possibly do, 
without being a guy who can dip in and mod stuff because I mean as much as that's cool, I just don't have the capability or time to do it, you know. So I'd like to create guys uh as close as I possibly can with what they give you. And I find a lot more pride in that than just going through and being able to, you know, hack or mod it. Um, don't get me wrong. Like I said, those guys who do that shit, there's a lot of cool games and mods of uh, No Mercy out there. But um, yeah. uh, that's something I've been wanting to do. Like, I, if you guys go on my YouTube uh, channel, I do have a match I did with Joey Ryan versus Scott Hall. And I, I created a pretty damn good Joey Ryan, which was easy to do. You know, just using Val Venus, and uh, he, he was a pretty simple creative character. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I wanted to do something on Twitch where you have, like, dream match scenarios, and you let the computer play them out. You oh, know? you just simulate them? Yeah, yeah. God, that sounds awesome, actually. That's all right. You can steal it if you want, as long as you have me on one time. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, make you as a creative character. It sounds like we're yeah. at a... Six six in the top of the ninth. So I'm gonna sign off and watch the rest of this game and have a a good nopening day. But All thank right. you for inviting me for yeah, your one hundredth episode. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Val. We really appreciate having you. Thank you. I hope you had a good time. I definitely did. Oh, also I drank scratch and sniff vodka. Shit got <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a little more, but it'll do. <laughs> That's right. All right, Val. We'll catch you on the flip side, girl. All right. I love you, dudes. Bye. Love you. Deuces. And then there was one. <laughs> and then there was one. I, I love that N64. Um, man, that, that idea that is very awesome. Yeah. I was like, I've been trying to figure out how to um, how to play. And I, I, I kept forgetting that I needed to get the adapter thing for it. And, Surprisingly, like even with everything that's going on, I just ordered that the other day. And, oh, Val's back! No, I'm trying to figure out how to leave. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking leaving that in. <laughs> I love you guys, but uh, bye. Hit the end button. <laughs> Best part of the show, end. bar none. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, man. Uh, dude, I still have a little tiny little fucking old school TV. I mean, this thing is its super small. You could probably put it in a fucking backpack that uh, I got my N64 hooked up to. I had a couple more. I had one that had a VHS player that I kept around solely because oh, it was a VHS. Like, so, like, this big? Yeah. 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 And that's what I use right now. Um, but I have, I do also have a 55-inch uh, hd plasma tv that oddly enough i mean what is it what is it? It's 2020 i think i got this thing in like 2013 um it still has those plugins the audio video plugins so i have played it on a blown up screen it doesn't look great <laughs> yeah. but uh i mean it, it's maybe, still cool maybe try getting one because like supposedly and i guess I'll, I'll confirm this later or not supposedly with these converter box it like it it formats it and mm-hmm. like in a in a well enough way to where it'll play it on the on an HD TV like that and it won't look like shitty. That's awesome. So, I guess we'll see. I'll let you know if it works or not. Hell yeah. Well, we got a lot of cool wrestling games coming out the uh, woodworks too. Uh Retromania is looking to be fucking awesome. Um I know there's a Chikara game out and it might have been out for a little while now. I don't know what platform so I don't have much information on it. Um there's oh. a n- 
Oh, sorry. Keep going. I'm, I I got something to plug though. That is, oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, so so my one, um, my, one of my good buddies, uh, Chris. Uh, I don't know how long you guys have been following freelance, but he used to be Rob Matter at uh, on freelance shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, former freelance tag team champion. Uh, but he went to school for like, like, I guess video game making or something like that. So he made a wrestling game uh, that's going to be available online. That he's dropping it. Uh, one week from today, so the day after WrestleMania, uh, it's called Be the Indie Wrestler, a text-based choose-your-own-adventure game where you can finally experience the thrill of wrestling in front of 12 people in an Elks Lodge from the comfort of your own home. So, <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I have, I, I, it I, he sent me an early copy of it to try it, and I haven't done it yet because I'm a bad friend, um, but... That I will also be trying out this week, and hopefully that's pretty cool too. He says he says it's pretty fun. Hell yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So you better share some links. There's also uh man, there's something else coming out. It's uh by I think the production team's called Virtual Basement, and they dude they're getting a lot of uh there's like indie guys, um, Impact guys, ROH guys. There be it's it's some type of wrestling video game that's coming out. That's really all I know at the moment. Um, was it the everyone's been signing it, po- posting the pictures of them? Signing yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it'll be something. <laughs> I hope. I, as long as they're good, you know. I mean, like 2K used to be an okay series, and it just I you know I didn't buy the last this last one. All the plagued by fucking glitches, dude. They couldn't sell that to me for five bucks. You know, I mean, no, just, no. I the the last one I bought was uh, the one with the head Daniel Bryan as the the alternate cover i think it was okay 14, yeah somewhere around there yeah that I was the last one i bought and that was literally only to have the cover like that was pretty much it I, those games have been pretty trash <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the same shit man but that's the same thing with every like dude nba 2k and all that it gets it gets stale man like sports games you know if you want to get back into the it's big business talk you know it's like we have to crank them out. We gotta have a new game every year. We yeah. gotta shove it down that throat. Fuck them. <laughs> they, we know what they want. They don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty spot on. That's that's how it is. It, unfortunately, it fucking sucks. But uh, hey, Matt. So tell us where people. I mean, do you have any plans like going forward? I mean, I, maybe this is kind of out of the box, or not really out of the box, but uh, maybe a little apropos, a little too soon. Um, cause we don't know how long this whole fucking shindig is going to last. Is there anything else that, um, you guys are looking on doing as far as like helping out the boys and the girls the, to get some sort of payment coming in from fans other than, you know, obviously you're promoting, uh, the pro wrestling tees. I've seen you guys, you know, sending out links for everybody, uh, that's fans and, and not only through wrestling, but I mean, you're a music fan as well. You know, there's a lot of artists out there. I mean, you know, me being one myself that, uh, hey, there's no gigs, you know, you you can't get shit done. It, it's hard to get records and stuff done and put out when you ain't no got no income. Right, yeah. right. So is there anything work, else? Exactly. Is there anything else that you have lined up or in the works um, as far as like wrestling goes? Uh, I mean, as of right now, nothing really. I mean, we're going to keep trying to push like the. Uh, I, think, I think the best way for anybody to support is just to support support like directly and right. just 
you know, buy if you have the means of doing it. I know like money's tight right now. No, nobody really wants to give their money away. Right. But if you can, and if you have the money, if you have the means to do it, uh, buy somebody's merchandise. You know, buy. You know, there's a lot of these wrestlers that are creating content on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, if you, if you, if there's a wrestler that you like online or just you know in general, hit them up and just be like, hey man, do you got a PayPal link? I could send you you know a couple bucks here and there. Um, you know, it's you don't have to break the bank, but like if you want to help and you want to support, these are probably the best ways to do it right now because these these no you know no fans shows, which we thought was going to be a really great idea. Uh, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a long time before we're able to do anything. So I think, you know, just support any way you can. Just keep any anytime people are supporting are posting content, just share it out there and just be interactive. I think that we have, we're kind of forced to be interactive now. Like we're all stuck inside, so everyone's glued to Twitter or Instagram and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know. That's pretty much pretty much where I'm at. Right on. Hey, and uh, before we end here real quick, where can uh, people find you at online and freelance? Oh, man, nobody wants to find me. <laughs> uh, uh, for myself, I guess uh, it's the Matt Nix, T-H-E-M-A-T-T-K-N-I-C-K-S uh, for Instagram and Twitter. Um, freelance Wrestling, uh, it's Freelance Res, Freelance and then W-R-E-S on Twitter. Um I have a podcast too that I occasionally do. Uh, My Violet Tendencies uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google, and I think Stitcher. Uh, I don't really know how to post anything. Like I said, I was telling you guys earlier, I'm so bad with like technology and stuff that like I'm like (laughs) you're like like, you're like Sid Vicious. When I talked to him, he's like, I don't know how to do shit. You're like (laughs) 40 years. Your real brain is so bad. I'm like literally just like, is it posted yet? God yeah. damn it! Um, <laughs> but I'm slow. I'm slowly learning, uh, and I'm posting more episodes there. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I might get in getting into making some more videos on YouTube. Uh, I thought about just since I'm locked up in my house now, uh, and we've just been my girlfriend and I've been just going to the store and just buying copious amounts of alcohol. So I think I'm going to do like a series of videos of me just like finding weird and different alcohol beverages at the store. And then just doing like a review of whatever it is and just drinking it and getting drunk on camera, which is pretty much any, the only thing I'm good for nowadays. But, um, but yeah, just uh, if, watch freelance on IWTV. Uh, if you sign up uh, as a first time user and use the co- promo code freelance, uh, you get a free five day trial to watch anything you de- your heart desires. So fuck that's yeah, much, that's pretty much it. I appreciate, hey man, if you're going to do that drinking show too, you know, make sure you hit up the juice and uh, Sretton over there and we'll get down. We've been wanting to do a segment where we do uh, YouTube reviews on like uh, wrestlers alcohol. You know, you got Chavo who has his own beer out, uh, Stone Cold, Um, The Rock has a tequila coming out, which I think should be out now, he said March. So, I'll try that. I will definitely try Space that. Monkeys yeah. beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Space Monkey. We looked at we looked into that. That was the uh what was that? Uh goddamn up in Michigan, wasn't it? The dudes up in Michigan? Wisconsin. Or Wisconsin. Really. Wisconsin. Uh, oh, at the Mondalucha. Mondalucha, yes, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. They they had the beers there for those guys. Yeah, we tried we tried getting into that, but uh they were all gone by the time is we it, were is it hard to to brew beer? Because like I've joked around about like 
trying to like either sell my own like beer or like whiskey. And I don't think it's it's hard if you have a passion and a, a dedication to it and you get a kit. Because I know there's guys that get like those. I actually it's funny you say that. I just had a customer from my work today gave me a a bottle of some home brewed uh IPA that he got for Christmas. It was like a you know, one of those home brewing kit type deals. Um so I've yet to try that, so I can't really tell you how that is, but um I've had friends that have made beer that in their garage it shouldn't it's came out pretty damn good. And I'm sure it's where a lot of these dudes started, like guys like Three Floyds, you know, who are one of the top beers in the world um right now in my opinion it's uh it can't be too hard you just got to have a passion and a uh kind of a, a a uh i can't find the fucking word for it because i've been drinking too much of it um <laughs> <laughs> but a, a discipline for it you know like a, and an understanding of what goes into making a quality product you know hell yeah i brewed a few well, times it's not it's not terribly difficult it just uh takes practice to get good at it, but it's not hard to do. You're just like, you're just boiling shit and letting it cool and sit in containers. <laughs> letting it ferment, yeah. yeah letting yeah, it stink it. Yeah. yeah, even I can't mess that up. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody we'll gets a chance. Fuck it. Yeah. If you do, there's always next time. Hell yeah. Freelance beer coming soon. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. That would be dope. I can see the label already. It looks fucking dope in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Hell dude, yeah. I I thank you for coming on. Hey, man, we're gonna have to get you on next time where we could just you know shoot straight between the the three of us and uh, do a little more freelance talk. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm down to do it whenever. Like now that I know how to do this, this is, yeah, this was pretty easy. Yeah, it's not bad. You know, it's a, it's a little weird for for us. Um, we're getting used to it now. I think this is like the third or fourth time we've actually done this. Uh, you know, we're used to being in the studio and doing stuff. Uh, just via phone, which was cool. Um, it might sound a little better because we're actually running through uh, some professional type shit. But uh, hey, it is what it is. And, you know, everybody gets good conversation out of this. They get to see you guys, which is the most important thing. Um, and man, I just I had a good, <laughs> yeah, I had a great time talking to you, man. And everybody else that cut out early, Steve and Val looking at you. Uh, you know, the last man standing right here. Too, 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 too sweet. Uh, yeah. Get it, brother. Hulk up for me. Yeah. yeah with my with my sweet Prince Purple Rain shirt. <laughs> I love it, man. I love that Purple Rain. Purple Rain equals purple pain. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody out there listening and watching, thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you guys for 100 episodes. This has been a fucking amazing ride. We're going to keep this shit going, rocking and rolling. And uh, you can find us on any podcasting platform every Wednesday. We're at jpdub.com, which is a direct link to our YouTube, where you can find all kinds of interactive content uh, throughout the week, not just our regular podcast episodes, but also the JPDub podcast, where we feature uh, creative people in the entertainment industry outside of pro wrestling. So if you like metal, if you like horror movies, you know, um, just creative people, you know, we get to talk to them and you guys can enjoy it. Uh, so Ooh, check that yeah. out. Ooh, yeah. And until next time, everybody, we love you. Wet em up. 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 Oh my God. So wet. <laughs> yeah.
You gonna so do what? sex to me? 